Good morning, everyone. Welcome to your D1T and 5 for the morning of Tuesday, January 12th, 2021. I'm Connor Newcomb, and let's get right into the biggest stories. The NCAA made its decision to table votes on NIL and transfer legislation official and points to, quote, several external factors, including recent correspondence with the U.S. Department of Justice. The D1 Council says it's still committed to new rules on both fronts. Additional decisions include equity, diversity, and inclusion reviews that will happen every four years, not every five. Plus, the men's basketball and women's basketball selection committees will move from 10 to 12 members. Quote, both committees will consist of one member selected from each of the five autonomy conferences and three members selected from the seven highest ranked non-autonomy conferences based on basketball success. The remaining four members will be selected from the 20 other conferences. West Virginia AD Shane Lyons was selected as the group's new chair, with Florida Executive Associate AD for Administration Linda Teeler as vice chair. The NCAA also announces its health and safety plans for all non-hoops winter championships. First and foremost, all rounds of the championships will be held at predetermined sites, with bids for those being accepted now through January 25th. Host sites will be announced the week of February 8th. The return to championships guidelines allow for each sport to be able to select the appropriate guidelines for their respective event, quote, based on guidance and direction from the NCAA COVID-19 Medical Advisory Group, along with local and state oversight at the site of the preliminary and final rounds of the championship event. Diamond Health and Viviture Incorporated is the chosen testing provider for all sports except basketball and will be responsible for both PCR and antigen testing at each site. Also of note, quote, the process to assign predetermined sites for all rounds of Division I and National Collegiate Fall Sport Championships will be held in early February. There has still been no decision on having fans in the stands. From last night's college football playoff championship game, Alabama head coach Nick Saban said after his seventh title, quote, I think ball has changed. It's a little more wide open, a little more spread. The team has adapted and we've changed with it. Well, to me, this team accomplished more than almost any team. No disrespect to any other teams that we have had or any championship teams, but this team won 11 SEC games. No other team has done that. They won the SEC, went undefeated in the SEC, then they beat two great teams in the playoffs with no break in between. Ohio State head coach Ryan Day said after the loss, quote, we need a break. We all need to get away for a long, long while. You can't just go back to work here. There needs to be some time to rest and reflect. As far as bonuses go for the two coaches, Saban will get $200,000 for the victory, and all assistants besides new Texas head coach and offensive coordinator Steve Sarkeesian will get extra pay of 2%. Kentucky men's basketball student-athletes took a knee during the national anthem before its tip at Florida last Saturday, a move that hasn't been received well in some parts of the Commonwealth. Wildcats head coach John Calipari talked about the pushback from some around the bluegrass, saying, quote, They talked to me about it. Then they said, we'd like you to kneel with us, which I did. I had my hand over my heart, but I did kneel with them because I support the guys. It wasn't about military. Six of these players, and I'm not even counting Oliver, come from military families. Either their father was in the military, their brother, uncle, a couple of their grandfathers, they were in the military. This wasn't about the military. Mitch and I talked. Mitch comes from a military family. We are supportive of all those things, and our school is, but this came from their heart, and it was peaceful. They did it to bring people together. I know these kids. I know their heart. They didn't do it to offend. 
Big East Executive Associate Commissioner for Men's Basketball, Stu Jackson, gets the profile treatment from the Philadelphia Inquirer's Joe Giuliano, who notes the difficulty of Jackson's job rescheduling games impacted by positive COVID-19 tests. Jackson said, quote, I'm concerned because today we're at a tipping point and that if a team or more teams go on pause due to COVID concerns, the opportunities to reschedule lost games and to do so in a reasonable manner are dwindling because there's just not enough time, schedule space, or the ability to match up games on a bye. We have our latest draft of the schedule Monday, and it still contemplates everyone playing 20 games. But again, being at that tipping point, if we get further pauses, I think that's going to be near impossible to do for all 11 teams. ESPN NFL headliner Adam Schefter reports that, quote, multiple NFL teams have inquired about Northwestern head coach Pat Fitzgerald, and to date, as of right now, he has not agreed to any of the interviews, per source. Former Houston Texans and Penn State head football coach Bill O'Brien is expected to be hired at Alabama as the Crimson Tide's next offensive coordinator. Elsewhere in COVID-19 news, Indiana State has decided to opt out of the spring football season. New Mexico men's basketball is done with its bubble in Lubbock, at least for now, and the Lobos will split time between Utah and Nevada for the next five games while they try to work something out with Las Vegas to potentially spend the rest of the regular season there. And Nebraska men's basketball pauses, and tomorrow's game against Illinois has been postponed. That's your D1T and 5 for the morning of Tuesday, January 12th. I'm Connor Newcomb, reminding you to join us back here this evening.